0: mm <laughs> Welcome to the ball club.
1: All right. Welcome to the ball club. I'm your host, Joey. here with my co-host Harrison. Austin is out again. A little confusion with the DS schedule because of the uh, delays with the Yankees and guardians, but why's it got a rain back. in New York, bro? Uh, why don't they have moves, <laughs> bro? Uh, <laughs> so we're going to go over the uh, DS games and then we'll go over the CS games. Uh, Matchup. So I'll just start off with the Astros Mariners. And um, I just want to sum this series up for you in two words. You ready for it? Yeah, let's
0: go. Jordan Alvarez. Bro, you're telling me <laughs> that guy is an absolute tank, bro. Like, and we were talking about a little bit offline, like how old this guy is. And I believe I heard it on another podcast. So I'm not going to take credit for knowing this without looking it up. But I remember being like, I think he's 25, dude. And we looked it up and like, yeah, he's 25, but he bats like he's a 28-year-old man, bro. So shout out Jordan.
1: Yeah, he's having a he's having a killer postseason. He, um, you know, uh, Justin Verlander struggled in the first game. He was getting shelled, four innings pitched, 10 hits, six earned runs. You're kind of thinking 4-0 game, you know, postseason, Seattle bullpen. Okay, they probably got this in the bag. And then... Jordan Alvarez just comes back with the RBI double. Uh, and then Robbie Ray comes in. Well, let me back it up. Seawald, Seawald was struggling. I don't know if you saw it. He's been looks like yeah. his last like two outings now, he was struggling for that. And um, Pena comes up, they're down to their last out, he gets on base, and then Jordan just absolutely crushes a ball off Robbie Ray to win, win that first game. And that's kind of like the story for, for the rest of the series, really. I mean, you look at game two. Um, Alvarez homers again to take the three to two lead. Astros win that game as well, and then they finish off the sweep. An eighteen inning game. Uh, Pena hits a walk off homer in the eighteenth inning to win it. He's the third rookie in postseason history to homer in extra innings after uh, after Oscar Gonzalez, who just did it in the wild round. So that's awesome. Good for him.
0: Yeah, man. No, the uh, the Jordan Alvarez phenomenon is wild. Um, this dude. I remember Austin kind of mentioning it before the playoffs that he's like, I don't know who I'd be more scared of judge or, or Alvarez. And I think I initially was like, I feel like you got to be more afraid of judge, but I don't know, man. Like, yeah, it depends. Like, cause judge also, you know, judge will go two for 10 in the, in the playoff series, but with two home runs and eight strikeouts, but this guy Alvarez just every time they need a hit, man, it's, it's just it's absolutely just on point. I think he's the guy you got to pitch around. Uh, yeah you know, if you, you yeah. want to win against the Astros because what's you know, their lineup like I was actually gonna ask yeah. like what I, I don't know enough about their the ins and outs of their lineup how they can like kind of play around with it because it's hard to pitch around guys in that lineup when it's stacked
1: right their whole lineup is pretty good I you know if you look at the series they didn't really score too many runs but really like no no teams went crazy except like the Phillies um but, you know, you have Altuve, who's a dangerous hitter. He was chasing, you know, a really good season. Uh, Gurriel offseason, but not not his best, but he's still a threat. Uh, Bregman. And then we can talk about Kyle Tucker. He was really up there this season. Uh, but Pena, he's, you know, he's kind of the story for me because you look at the Astros roster and you think, okay, they're losing Correa. And the Astros have been in the postseason, I think the last, don't quote me, either four to five years or maybe even longer, I'm sorry, since like well, 2016, I believe.
0: They've and, been in the ALCS in the past five years, bro.
1: Yeah, they've been. They've been. The <laughs> not only like, been in
0: the playoffs, they've been in the championship series. Yeah, they've been
1: like the dominant AL team. And it's like, it's honestly not even close, which upsets me being a Yankees fan. But you look at their offseason and you say, okay, like Correa is not coming back. He was a big part of what they were doing. And then they just kind of go next man up to Pena, who's a highly talented prospect. And he's
0: just, he's doing fine. Still yeah, fine. More than more than fine. We kind of I think you spoke about it. Uh this must have been I think it was the last yeah, this must have been a few, few episodes ago. You you spoke about how they just didn't skip a beat when they lost Correa. It was either you or Austin said that said that. Um uh, but yeah, they've been absolutely killing it. And yeah, I don't know. I guess you could pitch around Jordan, but then you got to go after Bregman. Like I don't know if you want to do that. Um yeah, and there's then you really got no Kyle Tucker, spot. Gurriel. There's no, and then Mancini is batting seventh. You know the old the old Orioles adage right there. The old Orioles idea. guy. So um, yeah, I definitely, I I definitely don't know how if you're the Yankees coming up in this series. I don't know like what your strategy is. I'm sure Boone's got his brain rattling a little bit right now, trying to think of how to do this uh because he can't even make a simple substitution in the playoffs which i'm sure we'll get to which i'm gonna get to man i gotta Uh, i gotta ran on that yeah but anyway but any anyway i just i don't know what you do with it with this lineup you got to just pitch to him and you gotta you gotta you can't just walk him i think you gotta pitch around him you gotta make him swing at pitches that you know aren't in his wheelhouse if that makes sense and i know that's tougher 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 to do than to say right but I'll
1: say, I'll say this, you know, the Mariners, I thought that they had a good, um, good matchup, you know, they didn't really lose by too much. Like if you, you know, the games were four to two in the second game. And then, you know, the the last game went 18, went 18 innings. So, you know, they kept it close. They kept it interesting. I thought they had a shot. I just think if you, and you can tell me if you disagree with this, like if you looked at the Astros on paper right now, like just on paper, you're going to say, okay, this is, this is probably the best team going forward, like in the postseason period. Like, I don't think there's another team on paper that's better. Um, but it's the playoffs and anything can happen. So that's, you know, that's the thing with that.
0: Yeah, I think I would, I would agree just because they have so much more experience. I think, I don't know, man. Like, I think the Phillies are really freaking good. It's, it's really weird. I think they've just, them and the Padres, but, but, you know, we, we, we obviously saw game one already of that series and the pitching all around for the Phillies, it's all coming together at the right time. Like, it just right. didn't it didn't happen all season. There were, you know, the old, you know, everyone always says like, you got to just make, get your foot in the door, get in the playoffs and then anything can happen. Exactly. And and that's exactly what happened with this team, man. So I I definitely think that the Astros are better on paper, but.
1: They're really strong everywhere. Like if you look at the roster, their defense is good. Their offense has very, you know, I would say little to no holes at all. Their
0: bullpen is really good. So they just all around,
1: have who's one, the best have pitcher
0: the, is, is Verlander the best pitcher left or no
1: he's he's their number one but he struggled this first game but yeah. they still have Fromber you know they have Presley closing game like they they're dangerous everywhere
0: uh but I mean, I, you know I don't I don't expect Verlander to get shelled like that again it's very possible yeah. that was a rare outing mean, from him I I agree I just mean like in the whole playoffs though overall like not just on the Astros like is it him or Wheeler? Because Wheeler, uh, Wheeler shut down. Wheeler's right been now. shoving, bro. Speaking of Wheeler, you He's want to just jump shoving. to the Phillies? You want yeah, to, yeah? Let's go. Let's just jump to in- yeah, right in- right yeah.
1: So the Phillies play the Braves, uh, and their pitching just sh- every everything about the Phillies just showed up. Pitching showed up. Uh, you know that that game won for them where they had Suarez pitching against Freed, and they won that to knock out Freed with Suarez. That's a huge win for them.
0: Huge, absolutely huge. Feel that game. Yeah, no, it's yeah. It, absolutely huge. They've been they've been killing um, the Phillies. They're batting. They're six. At, you know, they're six and one in the playoffs. They have the most wins in the playoffs so far. Obviously, because they had to play that first series, right? But um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm really afraid of the Phillies. I don't I don't want to face Wheeler twice in a series, which uh, which San Diego's gonna have to do. Um, right got That's face really, it really hurts, man. As a, as a ex-met, man, that guy, he's he's killing right now. He's absolutely right. killing. They got to face Nola, um, in the second game. That's really interesting, by the way. The Nola brothers facing off in the, uh, in the CS. Just quick, uh, right? Shout out to that.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's crazy, isn't it? I'll say this. Um, you know, they were talking about it on the broadcast last night, and I actually. I don't always agree with them, will be broadcast, but they were saying that the formula for the Phillies pitching is you got to get your starters to go seven innings at least, which they have been doing. Like, you know, Wheeler and Nola have been giving them that. So if they can maintain that, they're, you know, I, I, you know what it is about Philly right now? I just think that they came in super hot and they're just riding that hot hand right now. And if they can stay that way, it's, it, they're
0: unbeatable with that offense. They got the guys to do it, man. Like they got, yeah. I, I, I think this is, man, I think I, I, I think, think he got it got it year? this year, bro. I think you this know, is the Bryce. I think this is the Bryce Harper World Series that that he's been waiting for, bro.
1: Bryce Harper postseason is something else. And I, you know, I said this last week. I said I don't. I didn't think that the Phillies had the bullpen to go the distance. I didn't think that their offense was gonna be able to heat up all at the same time. And uh, I I said Phillies proved me wrong, and they must have been listening because they they did it and they're doing it again.
0: Yeah. No. They're they're. they've been proving me wrong all along. And now I think I got them. I don't think, I don't know, San Diego, I, I think just has a lot more inconsistency for me, um, in their lineup, you know, obviously the, the start of their lineup is, is insane with, with, you know, Soto and Machado kind of manning it in the middle, right. At three and four. But after that, you know, the late, later you get in the lineup, I just don't trust it as much. Um, but, you know, they have, against the Mets, they had those guys kind of pull out big, you know, big hits and big moments. You know, we spoke about Nola a little bit, who's been having an incredible postseason for himself based on his regular season numbers. And uh, Grisham, obviously, um, has been an absolute stud um, for them. So, yeah, I think uh, I think the Phillies got it. I think, you know, you can't ever count out a team that's got Soto and, and Machado back to back but I don't know man maybe but now you got
1: Schwarber and you got Real Muto and Harper you know so
0: yeah it's hard was... yeah go ahead sorry I'm sorry yeah there was
1: there was a lot of things that the uh, not the flies, I'm sorry the Braves did like their pitching really struggled Freed went 3.1 four mm-hmm. runs like that's your ace right there and then our guy Spencer Strider he struggled even harder 2.1 innings five run runs and then I don't know if you saw man, this was a big disappointment for me. Acuna in the outfield, yeah. he just let that ball, didn't even yeah. back up Michael Harris, lets Real Milto get the, the in the park, like just just kind of lazy crazy. play. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. two lazy
0: plays you, out there, so. You would have thought that having him back would only be good things, like you would never, <laughs> you right. would, ne- you would never I just. Yeah, I don't know if
1: he was just not paying attention or what he was doing, but those were some bad plays and, you know, bad baseball comes up for losses and that's what happened. Yeah, man. Yeah. And now that um, maybe Dansby Swanson's last game is a brave possibly.
0: Potentially, potentially. I mean, he's going to get the bag after that Mets series. I'll tell you that much. Like going to that's a we talked about it. That's a 40 million dollar uh series right there in my in my opinion. But yeah, the Braves, you know, they're set up they're set up for next year. They're set up. They're, they're, the their 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 front office is is probably the best uh front office in baseball, maybe in sports. So, you know, if you're a Braves fan, you won last year, you, you made it. You should have you made a bigger push this year, probably, but you didn't. It happens. You didn't. Um, speak, speaking, sp- yeah, you didn't do it. Uh, but speaking from, you know, my my perspective, obviously, we expected to to be a C or a DS or CS team this year as well. Like, and we didn't do it. But, you know, that day after loss, post loss, I know feels – really hurt you feel really hurt and then you kind of you start thinking all right like how do we how do we build towards the future so yeah you gotta you 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 gotta keep on pushing um but yeah maybe uh let's talk about uh what what do you want to talk about next
1: uh, I guess we can go back. You now we jumped out of play a little bit, but we can go back to the Yankees-Guardians series because that was uh, – I have, like, a huge – not huge. I won't make it that long. I let's promise. Let's
0: save that for the end. Let's save right, let's let's the, save the Yankees. The end, we got to save the Yankees for the end. Okay. I know so you let's, let's, go, go. Um, let's, let's go, go Padres-Dodgers yeah, Let's go Padres-Dodgers because yeah. Padres, I was going to say – Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, like, if you're the Padres, like, in this next series, like – or, like, I don't think they're going to change up much now, but kind of spoke about the back half of their lineup being a little a little soft – in my opinion, just a little, a weak spot, if you will, um, or a weaker spot, you know, maybe next year, I don't think they're going to do it this year, maybe next year, you know, what, what about a shift in the lineup? Like, I feel like maybe like putting, you know, Soto or Machado, like a little bit back in the lineup. I mean, I know like, you know, the goal is to get them as many at-bats as possible, but I just feel like they, I feel like once you get through that, it's kind of, it's kind of over.
1: I think your mindset is, um, Basically, put them a little bit further back so that they have people on base. You know, when just, they're up to or, head, so.
0: or or just put one of them back,
1: right? Just to kind of even out the. i Yeah, I think that's reasonable. I don't not, see why not, not. Not
0: eight or nine, but like you know, put, no, maybe no. put Soto at five or six, right, and put Machado at three. I don't know.
1: See, see what kind of works out. They can play with it. They have a, they have a pretty deep team, so, and we know that they're not opposed to making moves. So no, absolutely not. Especially so when you, you get Tatis uh, back. Right, which he's going to miss part of that season. So we'll see what happens yeah. with him. So you, yeah. uh, I want to give you props where props is due because you predicted Padres in four, right, last episode?
0: I believe I did. I believe I I did. you did. It's good for you. <laughs> thanks, man. Because yeah. I think – this is what I said, bro. If they could win that first – well, they, they didn't even win. So that was – I was actually wrong because I said if they could win that first game, I think they got a chance to win in four. But they actually lost that first game and then won <laughs> and then won three straight. So, you know, Uriah shoves game one. Uh, Padres come back a little bit, but, but they, you know, they end up losing 5-3. We're watching that first game and we're like, man, like the Dodgers are so good. They are. Uh, Trey, Trey goes Yabo um, first at bat. Uh, they, they put up five in three innings like real quick. And they could have put up more. Like they, they were just pouncing. They were just pouncing. Uh, who is, it was Clevenger, right? Clevenger right. Was just first looked game. like. Oh, it's like it. a deer deer in the headlights man, like awful. And I'm thinking, all right, like the Dodgers are about to shut this team down and and show who's boss. And then I don't know what happened. Can you can you tell you tell the listeners what yeah. happened because I don't even know what happened. Like so, I don't know how that happened.
1: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of fast forward a little bit to game four. and I want to talk about this because th- this was the, you know, the the elimination game and I'm going to talk about this when we get to the Yankees as well. Like when you're, when you are in an elimination game, you know, I understand the way coaching is going right now and and managers aren't really making as many in-game decisions as they used to. It's kind of like a collaborative thing with the front office. And I think a lot of things are pre-planned, which is, which is fine. Like, I think you should pre-plan. But I think the reason you have a manager in is to, to make those hard decisions. Like, Hey, like, you know, like I need to win this game. Like this is an elimination game. You, you know, I'm going to give props to my brother for this quote. He was saying, you know, in the playoffs, you, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed. So game four, you're watching game four. And I want to get your opinion on this. Tyler Anderson's their starter. He's been really good all year. He went five innings, no earned runs. He had retired nine straight. Okay. Then he walks a batter and then gets a guy out to get out of the inning. His pitch count was a little high for five innings. It was 86 pitches. But if you have a guy pitching that well, you can't pull him after the fifth inning. You got to let him go more. You got to because then they they had some questionable bullpen moves, um, and they don't have a set closer anymore because Kimbrel didn't have it. So I think that they should have kept him in. It, this was um, you know I was perusing Twitter after this this loss, and Dodgers fans were furious at at um, Dave Roberts Rodgers. for pulling Tyler Anderson, and I, I you know he discussed it a little bit. It was it, he pretty much said it was a preplanned. Thing I don't think he wanted Anderson going in the third time through the lineup and he wanted to go to the pen. And, you know, like I said, pre-planning is great. But if you have somebody pitching the way he was pitching, I mean, they weren't they weren't touching him. You got to keep him in.
0: Yeah, man, 100 percent. No, <laughs> there is no there is there is no two ways about how bad man, how, how poorly that team was managed at the end there their that. bullpen was the pro- their only weak spot the entire season they don't have a closer how are you going to make your bullpen pit- pitch 4 innings in a in a in an elimination in a must win game like that especially when your when you your starter got, is throwing thrown starter is yeah your starter is, is playing well i don't yeah i don't like that decision at all i think these managers man like i've heard it in it's the same it, it, a lot of it is the same in football and, and basketball too except like, I think those sports are a little more, there's just, they're faster. So like you have to make decisions quicker. So it, it right. happens a little bit less, but in baseball, man, the the amount of times we're seeing coaches make decisions because we got a lefty up. So let's take out our starter who's thrown six shutout innings and put in a reliever. And then that guy gets fucking shelled. Like, right. it's unbelievable, man. It's like crazy. Have, you have to have, analytics are only, analytics are only useful in context. You cannot just throw around. All right, we're going to do this at the sixth inning. We're going to take our pitcher out and put in this picture because that's just not how life works. That's the right. same thing with life. You got to be able to be flexible. Like it's you got to be able to do it in
1: the moment. You know,
0: you gotta, you gotta live the moment. You gotta have, and you gotta have a feeling. What's the point, Dave Roberts, what's the point of you being there? if you're going to just do that, I don't really understand what the rationale is. You have an 111 win team and you can't even figure out the fact that you got a guy, Tyler Anderson, who's pitched well, you know, not only just this game, but he's pitched well all season. All year. And, and you're going to pull him after five because you're playing the analytics because your front office said, you know, at inning six, this is what we're going to do. Guess what? The, the last two games before that, the analytics didn't fucking work. And arguably game one too, where this Padres were coming back and could have definitely won that game if they had an extra, if they had one more inning, I think they could have came back and won that game too. So you could shove analytics up you know where because honestly, it's not working out for you. And you just still continue to pounce, pounce on those numbers. And just, well, you know, like against lefties, like the fucking take the Mets, for example. Well, you know, JD Davis is good and better than Vogelback and Ruff, but you know, against lefties, D- Darren Ruff bats fucking. And how that work out? <laughs> 100. Yeah, and how that work out, bro? Like it's unbelievable what these what these front office guys get away with, like these idiots, bro. Because I could do the same shit, bro. Where busy. I pull up, I could do the same shit and pull up Baseball Reference and be like, oh, look how good Darren Ruff's hitting the first month against lefties. Guess what? It could be a coincidence. It could be a matter of context that you're not understanding. And you can't just take your whole team and revolve it around these one numbers. Cause th- guess what? Then another number is going to actually change because you're making these decisions. So these guys don't understand analytics. They're using it without understanding it. They're using it without context and they're just throwing decisions out there because their front office guy who doesn't know shit about baseball is telling them to. And meanwhile, what's the fucking point of having a coach?
1: Cause they right, have a formula. I'm done, right? I'm done with my ramp, but like, no, I like it, I, cause it's the same because, thing.
0: But because it it gives a bad name to analytics, which I, you know, how much I love the data and how much I think it's useful, but it's only useful if handled in the right, you know, as uncle Ben said, right. With great power comes great responsibility. That's right. That's right. You can't just be, you can't, you can't just be taking this, this great power of data and and not being responsible with it. So I I think that's what the, the Dodgers are doing wrong. I think the Mets did it wrong this year. I think a lot of teams are, are messing up in that respect. So yeah, it's really, it's really pissing me off. And, and, and we'll talk about the Yankees. The Yankees are another oh, case another, where another they, they almost, where not doing it they right. almost screwed themselves uh, with the same, the same way.
1: So I'll, I got um two Dodger things I want to add on here. And then I have a, a positive Padre comment. So the Dodgers, I, I looked this up yesterday because I knew it was, it was a crazy amount of years. So they've been in the postseason every year since 2013. The only season they've won is 2020. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of seasons to be in the postseason and not win in my opinion. Now, granted, I'll I'll give, um, I'll give everyone the pass on 2017, the cheating scandal. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like, I I don't, I'm not going to hold that one against them, but do you have any, you know, players talk about how much they love him and how he pulls the best out of them, which is what a manager is supposed to do. But do you have any concerns with Dave Roberts keeping his job after this?
0: Yeah, I have concerns. What's the <laughs> point? What's the point of him? I just said if, right. if I'm saying that, then how can I sit here and say, Oh, I'm not concerned? Like obviously, if I'm sitting here saying that what's the point of him being there if he's gonna make these decisions without any context, then so I'm at his contract. Yeah, obviously I'm a little bit concerned for his for his job.
1: The problem is like, can you like here's the thing? Like, can you say I'm concerned for his job? Like you know he's doing what the organization wanted him to do. So I I don't, I don't, you so,
0: know. okay. So I don't know that, that part, I don't know if they're like telling him, like, you have to like, is this a Billy bean situation where he's like, no, like I'm trading Pena. So you have to start uh, the other, I don't know. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Like, is it that situation or is it like, here's what we suggest. And Dave Roberts is just like, oh, like this just makes my life easy. So I'm not doing it. Cause like, those are two again context right like it's what what's what's the situation i don't know what's gonna happen i'm just saying that this definitely does not help him keep his job next year you yeah, know? he's extended like, to 2025 so I'm, I'm gonna guess he'll be around not that I, look man you gotta manage
1: man you can't just go off front office that's especially in a po- in a postseason game you have to play every
0: game like it's your last you have to so yeah, that's what i have on man. the dodgers but- Back to 2013, they've had the best, arguably the best pitcher over that span too. The entire, the entire way in Kershaw, right? Um, and you know, I've they've blown a couple. They blew a couple of uh, a, a couple of playoff chances in that span in that run. And some of it, if you remember, uh, was it that I'm trying to think. I think it was who did they have in 20? What was it? 2018 or 19? When they made the world series and lost
1: oh who did they I'm lose to, to... now
0: i'm forgetting it was uh boston right yeah and they pulled. it was like game seven and they pulled their starter who i think was it urias oh i don't was remember that his, dude uh I, yeah no, i don't Uri- want to wanna...
1: had the uh had the good year in 2020 where he like was was like their guy like out of the pen and start he was doing it all i don't remember okay. who it was now
0: i forgot they... you have
1: you have every right to be
0: there's right been now. some questionable management decisions is what I'm saying. Like in the past. This isn't the Absolutely. first, this isn't the first time. Um, and yeah, you got, you got to be pissed if you're a Dodgers fan, but also like, whatever, like shove it.
1: Right. So, <laughs> so my, my positive on the Padres who um, we already talked about them versus the Phillies, you know, the Phillies are red hot, but I will say this. I was very concerned about Josh Hader. I think a lot of people were, he was having a, a really bad, stretch after the trade deadline he pitched uh, I think he closed three games closed them all 3.1 innings no earned runs the game four he strikes out Betts Turner Freeman strikes all three out so pff, he's back I'm not worried about him anymore
0: oh yeah no now you just have to, <laughs> it's,
1: hope, it's, just have to hope the Padres can put in a situation to where he's closing like you know they're
0: they have a lead but the Phillies are just so hot so we'll kind of see what happens with that it's kind of insane um yeah, it's kind of insane. Both of the teams that are in this uh, NLCS were really just underperforming and, and, like, not meeting anyone's expectations the entire season. And then right. all of a sudden, they are meeting every single, checking every box. We're like, oh, the Brewers won that trade. Like, they knew something was wrong with Hayter. Hey, credit to uh, San Diego, uh, you know, uh, development, by player development, by the way. Like, Getting him back they, clear, they, they got him back, bro. They sent him down. They got him back on track and brought him back up. And now, like you said, he comes up and he strikes out the three best hitters on the on the best team. One of the best teams of all time uh, strikes right. out the side to, to close out a game, uh, a, a clincher. <laughs> Insane. Insane. Yeah.
1: Insane. So um, I'm on. I'm on with that. So let's move on. You want to do Yankees Guardians? Because I, I really need to to let this out on you. I have to.
0: All right. Uh all right. Joey, let me let me let, let's flip it a little bit. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll 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 host. I'll I'll answer I'll ask you some questions. Do it. Um all right. So game so let, let's go to game four, right? Okay. You know, we're we're watching that game, I think in tandem, right? We're texting about it.
1: Wait, is this the what one you, that we
0: lost with the bad the bad bullpen? Oh move? sorry, game three, game three. Game three, game three. Game three, game three. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're expecting to see Clay Holmes, right. Coming in the ninth. Absolutely. And, and what is, what is the problem? Because, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, you see these guys that are starters and everyone's just like, Oh, like, you know, that guy like has like a low ERA. Like that guy goes, you know, I want the Grom closing a game. I want sure. I want these starters closing games because they're good during the beginning of the game. So why wouldn't they be good? What's the difference between closing a game and starting a game? Because I don't think uh, listeners, a lot of listeners, and I don't think Aaron Boone really understands what
1: is. (laughs) good call. So (laughs) closing the game is that's the pressure. Like that's why it's the closer role, and that's why most teams have like a set guy who can close. You know, it's it's such a stressful situation. Like the game pretty much lies on your shoulders at that point. Like you are the one dealing, and it's basically on you. Are you going to pitch to win this, or are you going to pitch and blow it? You know what I mean. So I'm going to, with that being said, like, I'm going to just go on to the move. Um, okay. And I'll, I'll say this again, like, okay, if you're going to punt a game in a 162 season, because you need guys rested, or maybe a guy is working through an injury, I, I get it. It's a long season. It's, I hate saying this because I'm like a play to win all the time kind of guy. Like it's, it's reasonable. I don't want to say it's okay, but it's reasonable to punt a game here and there or try to steal a game, which is what they were trying to do. They were trying to steal this game. He didn't want to pitch Clay Holmes. He said that he didn't want to pitch Clay Holmes back to back. I don't understand why. It's the postseason. You got to pitch a guy until his freaking arm falls off. At this point, they how many pitched Jonny Peralta you know? five games. Yeah. Do
0: you know how All many five pitches games he had? He had the game before. No, I should have looked it up. It wasn't. I know it wasn't that it wasn't much. Wasn't that high? I think yeah, it was it one inning. Enough. He didn't go more
1: than one inning, and he was definitely available. Like he he even said. And that's what this is what makes me so mad about this this decision. A couple of things is one is after the game he came out in an interview and said, "Yeah, I'm available." Like I don't know why I wasn't used. I was fully expecting the pitch. And then they were talking to Severino about it, the starter and Severino says, "Yeah, I don't understand why Clay Holmes wasn't available. Like he's he's our closer, like he's our guy, which I know he's had a, a little bit of a rough struggle, but at, you know, they they came out and they said that he's been great since the uh, the injuries over and he looks good in the camp before the postseason. Now in the postseason he's been fine. He's been more than fine. So for Boone to come out and say he's, he wasn't available and he didn't want to go to him because it's not an emergency situation. Like what, then I don't understand like what an emergency situation is to Aaron Boone. And, and let me explain this point to you now. I'm sorry, I'm going on the rant. So you're in a five, three game, five, three game postseason. That is a save situation. A two run game is a save situation. It's the postseason. They have a man on the guardians had a man on first and third with one out. Okay. You bring in your closer to shut that down. Cause now you have that, that guy on third, who's just itching the score and, you know, he can go on contact, 100%. whatever the case. So you got to bring in your closer cause that's a safe situation. Right. And not only that Clay Holmes, like, you know, I know he doesn't have postseason experience, but he does now and he's the closer, like he has closing experience. So instead Aaron Boone was like, I'm going to steal this game. I'm going to throw Clark Schmidt out there because I want to save Clay Holmes, arm. And he throws Clark Schmidt out there. Now, for those who don't know, Clark Schmidt is a rookie he spent the majority of the year in triple a starting games. He doesn't have that many relief appearances. And when he does relief, he's kind of like a long man middle of the game. Like maybe the starter just didn't have it or, you know, he's not closing games. So you're putting pressure on a kid who's been starting in triple a to come out. And, and it, it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like the bottom of the lineup. He had them facing the heart of the lineup. The actual heart of the lineup, like J. Ram, like those guys, and you're you're asking him to close when he's never done it before in a postseason game. Explain that to me when your closure's available.
0: I'll explain. I'll, I'll explain it to you. Oh, I'll, I know exactly. I know exactly why he did it. Tell me. Data analytics, bro. Yes, yeah, same it was, it was shit was that, that we fucking talked about.
1: <laughs> like to me, that that had pre-planned written all over it. They're like, hey, this is who you're gonna go to in this. You know what I mean? And that was just so bad yeah. to me. Like, listen, if you're up like five runs, cool. You want to use Clark Schmidt, use Clark Schmidt. But if you're anything five runs below, you got to go with your closer. It's the postseason. You got to pitch these guys every day if you have to. You have to put your best guy out there. You have to. Every game is a play to win game. And Aaron Boone did not play this game to win, which he didn't. We lost because of that decision. I re- I truly feel if he would have put Clay Holmes in, Yankees would have won that game. And then we wouldn't be in this whole predicament that we're about to be in with Houston.
0: Yeah, prob- probably. Yeah. And And to your point, like not only did that, yeah, like, well first of all let's back up a sec how confident how confident were you or not how not confident were you that you guys were going to win that series after game three like what did you think that what did you my morale was
1: my morale was low because my thing was okay if boone made that decision like what other stupid decisions is he going to make in game four because to me like tell me if i'm overdoing it like like that was fireable to me like you should be fired for that decision like That was terrible. And I I as soon as it happened, I was like, what are we doing? Like, he's not a closer.
0: Dude, you said it. You said it like so perfectly, like you laid out all of the all of the reasons why you don't start Clark Schmidt in that situation. The problem is none of those none of those things that you mentioned have a number next to it are quantifiable. So therefore, they're discarding them just because something's not quantifiable doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Like the mental pressure, being a rookie coming being up in AAA AAA, all year, all year, like, like all like of these things doing. are going to change how you pitch in this situation. It's a yes. different situation. So I don't know what the exact numbers were that, that the Yankees were looking at where like, Oh, like we should have Clark Schmidt go against J rent. It, it's insane. And to me, to me, unless the Yankees somehow win a World Series this year, which, to be honest with you, dude, like, I do not see happening. It's slim. We'll talk about it. If they, if they can pull, if they pull it out, then that's the only scenario I can possibly imagine Boone not getting fired because that guy has no business making decisions. No. I would say I'm more concerned for his job even though oh, they absolutely. won than I am for Dave Roberts by far
1: well and here's the thing is like you have to ask yourself okay is that an organizational thing or is that Aaron Boone and I, I don't know I think it was Boone like I, I hated every second of that and I, I just it was it was one of the worst postseason moves I've seen as of late like it was, but if it was you that don't, bad and yeah,
0: I was just gonna say if you don't trust your manager enough to make that decision on the fly or like and in, what's in game then what's then then why are you keeping him anyway
1: Right. And I don't, I don't want people to think I'm knocking Clark Schmidt. Like, I think he's going to be a great pitcher. He'll, he'll probably be in the rotation next year. Um, you know, I was like the fifth starter. Like, he's not a bad they pitcher. I haven't said he's, one he's bad thing
0: pitcher. about Clark Schmidt. No, we'll like, and it was so oh, unfair then. to
1: him. It was so unfair to Clark Schmidt to put him in that situation. And then I have another boon thing. Like, I just don't get where this, where this front office is. So, <laughs> like, and that's the thing about the Yankees. Like, this is my favorite team. And it's like, I feel like they're they're doing the analytics thing, like, so strong and they're so heavy on it, but they're not doing it right. You know what I mean? Like if you, like you look at the Judge like, first, yeah. batting
0: first. like, why, like, why are you doing that when this guy is a home runner strikeout that he li- that's literally his entire game is hitting. Which I think home he's just, strikeout. he's in a
1: weird slump right now. I hope he, he needs to come out of it and be the hitter he was, which I'm not worried about him. I, you know, he's Aaron judge. I'm not worried but, about him,
0: but I don't, I, I just don't get it. They're just trying to get him as many at bats as possible. Like uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. What what's their lineup looking like now? Like I know that was it's been changed.
1: Um, I think they had a, Glaber's been leading off, and then okay. it's been Judge Rizzo. So I'm, and then Stanton's cleaning up, which I'm fine with. Like game four, once once Stanton hit that hit that home run, I knew it was it was over. And and look, and now I'm gonna bag on the Guardians because, you know, why didn't they throw Shane Bieber? Oh well, he had an arm injury last year, and we don't want to blow him out. Tito, this is playoff. a this is a playoff game, bro. You got you put Savali in there, who has had two bad games against the Yankees this year and you're not going to throw your best guy in there. Like, and here's the thing. Okay. Even if, if you are worried about blowing out his arm, whatever, if he tells you he's good to go, let him go. And the guardians have a bullpen to, to carry like, okay, maybe use him as an opener two, three innings. And then the, the guardians have a, a bullpen capable of winning that if you put Bieber in like, so that's, you know, and they, but instead they go Savali who isn't good against the Yankees. He's a good pitcher, but he's not good against the Yankees. So that's just another stupid move. I, I just don't any understand. Manager any manager made
0: a good, has any manager made a good decision? No, and I'll say post-season. it again. I'll say I'll say it again. Like
1: the postseason <laughs> tomorrow is not guaranteed. You have to play every game to win. You have to do that. Like you can't be like, oh, it's a one sixty two season. I got to save this guy, and I don't want him to get injured. No, you got to play to win, bro. You have to. And and I, now I have to go back to another bad thing with the Yankees is IKF has been awful at shortstop all year. Uh, I'll give John Boy props here because he did a, a breakdown of like how many errors he should have. That but there was a bunch that were counted as infield hits, which were insanity. And he's just been an awful shortstop. And this isn't me knocking IKF, you know why? Because he's a third baseman. That's what he is. And the Yankees said, oh, well, he's a defensive wizard. We'll just put him at shortstop, right? Okay, it's not working out. You have a guy in your system in Oswald Peraza, who you guys claim is a great major league ready glove. He's came up, he's played a little bit, small sample, great defense, right? And then you have a guy in Oswald Cabrera, who's playing left field, who doesn't play left field. Guess where he plays? Shortstop. <laughs> play shortstop, and we have two outfielders on the bench in Tilo and Hicks. Like, and even Marwin can play left field. So, uh, you know, maybe put Stanton out there. I don't know, but like, it's just they—they they have been defending IKF relentlessly all year. Boone has came out and said he's one of the best defenders, and he's a big part of what we're doing. And then he makes all these errors and he gets benched. He has—he wasn't the short—the starting shortstop
0: for the past two games. So, how's that looking out for you now, bro? I mean, story time here. I'm playing softball yesterday and I, all season long, I'm playing outfield center, right, like left, right center. And I was like, to my boy, I was like, you know what? Let me try third base a little bit. Um, and <laughs> I freaking, one ground ball goes right through my legs. One I pick up and I try, rush to throw to second and I throw it right into the outfield. and. <laughs> The reason I say it happens at all levels, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I'm used to being an outfielder, right? So I'm not used to those ground balls all game, all season long. And it's different. And obviously I'm kidding. It's a different situation, but <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's just like insane that these guys are like, Oh yeah, just put him in shortstop. Like that's not how it works. Bro. Right. He's, been playing, he's been, or put him in left field. He's been playing shortstop his entire life. And you saw that collision was yesterday or two days ago. I yesterday. Probably.
1: There was there yeah. was multiple there was there was yeah. two like bad shallow plays and now Hicks oh is out. I don't know if God. you saw that like Hicks is done. Yeah. They didn't say what the injury was, but he's like I'm done. I can't play this season. Like it's 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 obviously something bad.
0: Yeah. You know. No, so
1: it's, it's just bad decision making by the, by this front office. Like you got IKF AK, to play shortstop and he's not a shortstop, but you have multiple shortstops on your roster who aren't playing shortstop. Like it doesn't make sense. Like. I can't paint it in clearer. And then they do put IKF in like late in the game and he has like the final out. And I'm telling you, man, I was like, my heart was racing. I'm like, Oh God, this ball's going to IKF. Like he didn't throw this away. This poor guy. Like he's already getting like harassed as he's leaving games now. Like, but luckily he made the play. Thank God. And we won the series. But I, I just, I don't know, man, I'm not an Aaron Boone fan. Like I've been pretty open about that. And these decisions are just super questionable, especially the Clark Schmidt. I mean, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Like you, I, that's, I don't know how else to say it.
0: Josh Naylor, cradling <laughs> the baby. Josh Naylor, cradling the baby. Joey, what would you like to, as as an avid Yankees fan, baseball podcaster, suvant, if you will, <laughs> what would you what would you like to say to, to Josh Hader? Give me give me give me There's one, Josh one Naylor, sentence. Josh Naylor, Josh, Josh Naylor, excuse me. Josh Hader, praise God. Josh Naylor, what would you like to say to Josh Naylor?
1: What is you doing? <laughs> question mark and i'll tell you why so i you know you know me i'm a military i used go. to be in the military like i'm a little disciplined you know i'm not i'm i try to consider myself humble whatever when you're losing a game and you hit a home run and you're still losing the game and you run around the bases cradling the baby calling the pitcher your son like but you're still losing and what is you doing baby? what is you doing like and then he <laughs> he has a shit rest oh of the of the um <laughs> the playoffs. he doesn't play good after that yeah and i'll, I'll say this about Naylor, like he he um, you know, the crowd was taunting him all night. Like labor did the, the baby rock at the end on the last out. And he came out he's, you know, he was a really good sport about it. He's like, yeah, like, you know, it was fun. Like, you know, they, they got me like, you know, he, he knew, you know, he knew he messed up and it was the same thing that I went off about Vlad Guerrero talking about his house, his house. And then you lose the, the, the division. Like you're celebrating too early, like celebrate when you win, you want to celebrate, celebrate when you win, but until the job's done, you know, keep it close. Don't be out there doing stupid crap like that. And then you, you know, do nothing the rest of the series. He's lucky he didn't get beamed in the ribs.
0: I mean, yeah, well, same with the Yankees. Like, no need to right. hit a guy that's not, that's, that's striking out. Right, exactly. The appearances. So, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. The Yankees handled it, handled it well. The fans had a part to play, which is always fun. Love that. And yeah, if you're Josh Naylor, like, bro, like you just had a sick at bat and you literally, like, it, it actually had, a negative effect that you hit a home run in that yeah. situation like, it actually I feel like that negatively affected it didn't curse it it <laughs> brought the fans into it in a way that that you do it not if you're if you're in the Bronx bro you're in the heat like yeah we all talk about the Phillies crowd and how how you know hyped there they are and how how cool the Phillies fans are and the, and the Padres and like these fan bases bro like I'll even admit it from the Mets standpoint. We're not even talking about New York. We're not talking about the all five boroughs here. We're talking about the Bronx, bro. Like this is mess This is the heat of fandom right here. Like it is. You do not mess around in in the Bronx, bro. And and if you do, talk to Josh Naylor about what 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 might happen if you do. See how it works out for you. It they actually you, there's not many times like you could say like fans play like you you see it in football sometimes where like you know at Arrowhead. The fans will be so ha- so loud that the opposing team can't even hear you know you know hear the count hear the and and false start and like stuff like that every every you know every like once a year you will hear that in football you see that in football and other than that man the the crowds in these games like it really doesn't usually matter especially in baseball this crowd mattered oh yeah a lot it a does. lot and uh, it's all because and and it's be it, it's not because they mattered all series it was provoked by that action exactly he, he he actually cost his I, I don't want to say he alone cost his team the win because I know it was that's, manager. Uh, that decision well, that's exag- so. That's exaggerating. But yeah, no, that, that action provoked the uh, fan base and and you definitely don't want to do that. And definitely not in the Bronx. That's all I got to say about it. No, I agree.
1: I'll just, I'll wrap this series up real quick with, um, Bader had a great series. He homered a bunch. Rizzo had a great series and Cabrera. So that, that's really good to see as a Yankees fan because we were really getting worried about, okay, is judge going to be the only guy producing and, uh, a Stanton had a good series too. So it just shows, but my only thing with this is, you know, they're going to play Houston and and this series against the guardians, they kind of relied on the home run ball. And I think they need to play a little bit more small ball if they want to beat Houston, because Houston's not a team that's just, you know, giving up home runs for free. So we can actually, if you want, let's just move right on to the Yankees, uh, Astros preview. If you're ready.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, you kind of brought it up already. They, they kind of screwed themselves. Obviously Obviously the weather, you know, had yeah, the rain outs killed it. as well, but, but, you know, they, they potentially screw themselves by losing that game, that game three, because mm-hmm. they could have closed it out in four. Exactly. Um, that does well, not help. Let me paint the picture for you. So now that
1: they're in this, this situation where they have to fly to Houston or they just flew to Houston, they got to play tonight. They have to throw Jameson Tyone Who's good. If they can steal this game, that's amazing. Um, but they had to use Cole twice. And now they're going to play two games in Houston. They're going to have one day off. That's a travel day. And then they have all the games. There's no, there's no more days off after that. So their pitching is going to be shot.
0: Is Verlo uh, on the mound he's, tonight? He's, yeah. Verlo, JMO. All right. Yeah. I, I got, I got Houston and I'll take Houston in six.
1: I'm going to take Yankees in six. I think, I really think the Yankees can steal this game tonight. I really think if they steal this game tonight, they I think to. they, they, they have, have to. to like, I think, I think, I think they're going to come out with a pre-plan that Tyone isn't going to face the lineup three times. It's probably going to go five innings and all that jazz. Like, I I don't know. I just hope Tyone goes in there and shuts it down. Like, I know he can, like, you know, he's a good pitcher. I know he hasn't been like an ace, but I think he has that those kind of moments and I'm hoping he pulls one out tonight
0: nothing about what the Yankees did this past series makes me trust them to beat this Houston team that took down a hot Mariners team. I think, and I'll, you know, if I was in your shoes, if this was the Mets, Obviously, I'm taking the Mets in six, so I'm not right. blaming you. But this is a very biased decision by you because there is no. It no, is absolutely no. There is no. <laughs> There's no reason. Way There's no. That, reason. Yeah, an objective fan looks at what happened these two series and goes, "Oh yeah, Yankees, Yankees definitely have this." this no, series. no.
1: Like if you look at it on paper, like, yeah, the, <laughs> and and the pitching matchups and the disadvantages, yeah. like no, the Yankees aren't winning this. But I'm just kind of looking at it as I'm just taking like,
0: no, that's the, fine. the hot take. Just, if you will, it's no, like okay, they're they're coming in kind of hot. Do. Like, they had, a really,
1: they had a really good series with, with the Guardians, like, to end it. So, it's like maybe they take that momentum in and go from there. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I, I think, too, like, I was going to say this earlier about the Mariners. Like, when you're coming off a team against a, just a far lesser opponent, I just feel like the momentum doesn't carry you as far. Um, and it happened with the Mariners, you know, beating the Blue Jays and then going into Houston. And now it's – I think the same thing's going to happen to the Yankees, beating the Guardians, who are good – but I think far inferior to this Houston, uh, powerhouse. So I, I just don't see momentum carrying them that far momentum, by the way, that, you know, they just won last night and now, you know, there's no popping champagne after this DS bro. Cause you got a fucking hop they on did. a plane.
1: They did. They popped champagne that's, real quick yeah, and then right. they flew out. Yeah.
0: And... Yeah. All right. Whatever. Like that's, the, I think, uh, yeah, whatever. So you yeah, pop champagne on the plane, down. but, but, um, yeah, the, the, it just goes right into it. There's no break. There's no day off. There's no relaxation. It's hey, man, get your legs, get your legs warmed up. We're we're going out there. Get your arm warmed up. We're going out there. So yeah, this is it. I don't, I don't, I don't like them in this. The Yankees have at all. to defeat
1: this narrative. They have to. They have to beat the Astros this year. 2017, the cheating scandal, and then 2019, the buzzer conspiracy. Like they have to go out there and, Boone, and win this. Boone year.
0: needs Boone at Boone needs this real bad, man. Boone needs Boone this Boone more than anybody this right now. Real bad, yeah. But yeah, Houston yeah. in six.
1: Right. And then um, we talked about the Phillies Padres. Do you have anything more on that? I, I, Phillies are just so hot right now. I don't, I don't see them losing. Uh, I
0: wanted to say this because we've been bashing coaches all night. Rob Thompson mm-hmm. has done an amazing job. Amazing. And that's, that's, Yankee, really all, that's really all I have to say about it. I don't, um, I, I said already, I think the Phillies are going to win. I mean, we obviously saw game one, but. I was gonna say before game one, um, if we if we got a chance to pod before that, if it didn't rain in the Bronx. Right, the Bronx uh, killed got us. A chance to, we got a chance to pod before game one. Um, I was gonna say Wheeler is I think the hottest pitcher in, in baseball right now, the active that's that's playing. Um, I would actually just say the entire league. Um, like the hottest he's, he's pitcher good right, right now, like right now. Um, I'm not saying best in the league, but at this very moment. And you know, he shoves last night and he's gonna get another one he's gonna get another another opportunity uh this series and right. you know you got nola coming out tonight right or tomorrow i don't know when they're i playing. think it's tonight I, I want to say tonight um and yeah i think and they're in san diego too so they're winning one in san diego now they got the that's home huge. field now they got nola going up you know that well they're still in san diego
1: tonight and then they go home that's to what i'm game saying break, yeah
0: that's what I'm saying though. They still have home field though, like advantage in right. the series now, and they got Nola going tonight. Which I don't really think that San Diego crowd. I don't think, you know, I'm not I'm not worried about them. If I'm the Phillies, like I think Nola can Nola's gonna do a good job out there tonight. That nice San Diego weather, man. It's good for the mm-hmm. arm. It's good for the motivation. Like I, well I think he'll I think he'll be fine. And then bring it back to to ice cold Philadelphia this weekend, man. <laughs> like you're 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 done. I I think I think. I think Phillies might take this in five, bro.
1: I think they can. It's, they're just, I just think they, they came in this series so hot and their momentum is just going to carry them. That's what I think. And yeah, that's what I think. What do you got? What do you got? I'm going to go Phillies in five also. Woo! You know, I just, they, I, dude, they're dangerous right now. They're super dangerous.
0: Bryce Harper is going to be hitting some bombs. Love um, postseason I, Harper. Uh, you know how much I despise that man from from a, from a, <laughs> uh, from a, a sports hate standpoint i don't know right. how if he's actually like. he's austin's friend sport. apparently so oh come on yeah <laughs> yeah he went he went what did he go trick-or-treating dressed yeah. or whatever yeah. what yeah. ran his house oh my god, oh. Oh, my anyway, god. We'll, yeah i mean shout out las vegas man we, we yeah, could uh get yeah, with that man no
1: yeah. we'll wrap it up with that and i guess the the final message i have is uh managers let's let's manage better let's play to win let's, let's just play to win let's see how it goes that's all i got
0: yeah yeah, yeah play to win that's play, the, to, play win. to win the game hey hey as as the famous herm edwards used to say coaching the jets you play yeah. to win the game that's right baby that's right play to it's win the old, jet, the old jets mentality baby <laughs> bring that right. into the postseason right now let's go yep. we'll wrap it up with that
1: and we'll see you guys next week for hopefully the conclusion of the cs so see all you right. Then. All, all right all right peace thanks very much for listening to the ball club make sure to like, and subscribe. See you next time.